What film made you say, holy crap, there's still 50 minutes left? The Sound of Music. They get married and I said, that was a nice ending. And my wife says, the Nazis haven't even arrived. Some people don't realize that The Sound of Music actually had an intermission and they only watched half of the movie. I literally had no idea there was a second VHS tape until this Reddit thread. Maybe we bought it used because I only remember seeing the first half. The Sound of Music had Nazis? I must have only seen the first half as well. Pearl Harbor. There's a climactic attack on Pearl Harbor. It's explosive and tragic. Some people getting hurt or worse. And then the movie slows down and keeps going for another hour. Ugh. Pearl Harbor is a two-hour movie squeezed into three hours. Roger Ebert. The Batman. I know people love it, but I found the movie extremely boring and almost fell asleep. The car chasing was basically him getting stuck in traffic. I've seen more exciting things happen on a Texas highway. If you just watched the trailers, you've basically seen the best parts of the movie. Save yourself the three hours. I should also point out, because it might not seem this way, but I love Batman. So this movie was a big letdown for me. I actually enjoyed the Batman up until the scene where he choked down that bomb and walked away with absolutely no injuries, not even the slightest burn on his face. After seeing that, I looked at the remaining time on the movie and noticed there was still almost two hours left. You know, that opinion isn't as controversial as the OP might make it seem. I think after Nolan did the realistic Batman in the Dark Knight trilogy, we didn't need to see that again. For me, it's Titanic. Back in the 90s where VHSs were still a thing, Titanic the movie was split between two VHS tapes. The first being all about the onboarding and the love story, while the second finally had the iceberg hit and sinking after spending all of what felt like another hour on the love story. I would always doze off before the second VHS tape got entered. My family eventually stopped playing part one and we would just go straight to part two whenever we decided to watch Titanic again. I will admit that I, then a 13-year-old boy, cried seeing Titanic in the theater. But it was because I drank a Mountain Dew too quickly and didn't want to miss the drawing scene, better than I could have hoped for. And the sinking by getting up to go use the restroom. I was the closest I've ever been to bursting my bladder. Full Metal Jacket, in an excellent way. When I was a kid, my family used to watch this on Laserdisc. I think it's the only movie we had that not only had to flip the disc, but that there was a second disc. I'm pretty sure with the multiple intermissions, this is why my family considers it a Christmas movie. Although my dad claims it's because they sing happy birthday to Jesus. Full Metal Jacket, the family Christmas movie that everyone loves. Daft Punk's Electroma, good freaking god. It was a solid like hour of robots walking through the desert. I love Daft Punk, but that film was excruciating even by French film standards. Which is so weird because Interstellar 5555 is totally a masterpiece. As someone who has casually listened to Daft Punk over the years, I had no idea that they had films for their music. I guess that's something I have to look into. Transformers Age of Extinction. That movie was so awful, I never even finished it. Spoiler, Gavotron runs away like a punk and Lockdown gets split in two by Optimus' thick metal rod. Then Optimus flies into space and says he's going to destroy his creator. My husband won free tickets to that movie. We went to the cinema together. I was actually enjoying it. I found the whole thing ridiculous and not believable, but I enjoyed myself. Then there was a long time of explosions and then the movie ended, I thought. I was like, great, 90 minutes is a good length for a movie. And then they went to freaking China and took another hour to end. 
It was so incredibly boring, which could have all been avoided if they cut it at the 90 minute mark. The extended version of The Lord of the Rings. I didn't realize how much additional footage there was. It's all amazing though. I've run out of food and there's still 20 days of film left. Please send help. This might get me flamed in the comments, but I've never seen Return of the King. And I saw the two towers at a midnight screening and really enjoyed it. Black Adam. I know it was only two hours, but to me it felt so much longer. My husband and I thought the same thing. I paused it saying, God damn, how much longer do we have? And then we saw it was two hours total. Felt like a glitch in the matrix or something. At one point during Black Adam, I legit thought the movie was over since it had a climax and then there was still like another 30 minutes left. Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl. Not in a bad way. I just remember feeling like I was watching the climax and then it just kept going. Would have agreed with the sequels, but I actually thought the first Pirates was a perfect movie. My brother usually quotes Barbosa, Jeffrey Rush, when not wanting to do something. I'm disinclined to acquiesce to your request. It means no. I prefer, the code is more like what you call guidelines than actual rules. The Pirates of the Caribbean series are some of my absolute favorite films to watch. They are just straight fun. Gone Girl. In my defense, I know nothing about it and thought it was a rom-com slash chick flick. Was going through a toxic divorce at the time and went to see this to take my mind off my troubles. I just sat shell-shocked afterwards. My other movie was World War Z. Near the end, there was this tense scene where he has to walk past one teeth-gnawing zombie. I let out an involuntary and inappropriate laugh at how much it resembled my ex in zombie makeup. It was meant to be a tense scene. Also, when the scientist got scared and ran and tripped down the ramp and shot himself, I was the lone person in the theater who laughed at the sheer absurdity of it. I was on my third date and my GF broke it off because she thought I was a manic. Dude, you're not alone. When he runs back to the ramp and slips and falls and accidentally shoots himself in the face and Brad Pitt's face had just so much disappointment on it, after they spent like a good 15 minutes building the scientist up as the last hope of humanity, it was hilarious. I've never seen World War Z, but I love a good bad movie. I might have to check this one out. Artificial Intelligence. Man, that movie dragged. And then it finally had the bittersweet ending and I was like, yeah, not my thing, but I can totally see why people like it. And then it went on. That movie was the prime example of the adage that part of knowing how to paint a great masterpiece is knowing when to stop painting. Well, geez, Stanley Kubrick died before filming it. How much harder did you want him to stop? <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie, that joke made my jaw drop. Hateful Eight. The movie is one long conversation, but in a good way. I love that film. My uncle was in hospice having palpative care with his own room a few years ago. I asked him what his favorite films are, and I downloaded them and put them on a drive. I know what types of films he likes. He was in his 90s and loved westerns and was fine with violence in movies. So I added Hateful Eight. On the night before he died, he told the nurse that he was fine and he was going to bed to watch the rest of this really long film I had given him, which he said was great. The next morning, he got up happy, sat in his chair, and died. Okay, I wasn't expecting a movie scene to come out of this comment section, but as for the long conversation comment, isn't that all Tarantino films? Wonder Woman 1984. Can't believe I'm not seeing this mentioned already. I remember checking how long was left and saying, Jesus Christ, for real? When there was nearly an hour to go. We really enjoyed the first one, so we had a big family movie night, not something we do often, and dragged everyone in to watch the sequel. It was really disappointing. Every film ever since the internet destroyed my attention span. 
Honestly, one of the best parts of going to a theater is the fact that the social code of the setting forces you to disconnect. It's too easy to check your phone and get distracted by life when you're watching a movie at home. Hell, I've made it through stinkers in a theater I definitely wouldn't have if I was watching them on Netflix or Hulu. I'm looking at you, Jurassic World Dominion. Everything everywhere all at once. Once it hit the second half, I had no idea where it was going or how it was going to resolve in a satisfying way. But it did, and is now one of my favorite movies ever. I still want to watch that movie. It looks pretty awesome. Spicy videos after those first two minutes. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It's just a lot of filler. At least the title of the film is honest. The brand new Puss in Boots The Last Wish, in a good way. Rented the movie and was blown away early on, and seeing more time had me excited to see it through. Really glad to see DreamWorks doing well, and I recommend for others to watch it. This movie has to be one of the most go-watch word-of-mouth movies in such a long time. I constantly hear people mentioning this movie, and I thought it was going to be something that people would pass over. Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. When bats and soups are done fighting, and you know the fight with Doomsday was still going to happen, the name of the movie was the first clue that it was going to be an overly long slog. They could have made the whole Doomsday topic into a separate movie, but nope, gotta combine it with the literal god going against a guy wearing a coke can. I don't care what anyone says about BVS, it gave me the best Batman fight scene of all time, so I will always stand up for that movie. That Batman was so much more entertaining than realistic Batman. The new Elvis biopic. I wasn't a fan overall, but holy hell, they could have cut 30 to 40 minutes and ended up with the same film. The film had too much dialogue as well, needed a little less conversation and a little bit more action. The only scene I've seen from that film is the he's white scene and it's only because it became a meme on Twitter. Star Trek, the slow motion picture. The Matrix 4 didn't finish it because it was too boring. I had to watch some parts of it again because I literally slept halfway through it and I'm a Matrix fan. I'll be honest, that movie tried to be so meta it felt like it was a parody. A history of violence in a good way. What seems like an ending to a typical good movie happens about halfway through the runtime. I was really stunned and excited to see where it went next. Twilight, the tree scene almost made me chuck my laptop across the room. They are so terrible that they loop back around to being fun. If you have a group of friends who were really into Twilight in middle school or high school, it forces you to relive your younger cringe self. I thought it couldn't be that bad. Surely my early 20s self wasn't that bad. Oh god, the cringe was next level. My friend and I had a great time though binging the films over a weekend and drinking. I remember that one close family friend that took me to see it in theaters. I think I was 13. Anyways, I remember her sitting there and laughing at how horrible it was and the teenage me was so offended. I still haven't seen those films and I'm not sure if I ever will. I do love the lore of these movies inspiring the writer of Fifty Shades of Grey though. That Zack Snyder Justice League movie. Was all excited to see it and then about two hours in I was checking how long I had left. It was about an hour. I never finished it. I think he made a good choice to have it broken into parts that had their own little title screens. It's like going to a theater and having an intermission. Shame it felt like, I might as well get through this, rather than, oh boy, can't wait to find out what happens next. But I'm glad Snyder took out the part where the Flash accidentally motorboats Wonder Woman. You know, the classic scenario that seems to pop up in Whedon movies, or at least in superhero movies. I remember it happening between Bruce Banner and Black Widow in Age of Ultron as well. 
I will never watch that movie again. After the two hour mark, I couldn't believe that there was still two hours left. Also, every time Wonder Woman showed up, she went into slow-mo and they played her music. It got so freaking annoying. Thor, Love and Thunder. When we saw how much time was left, we just shut it off. Fun fact, I think Thor Ragnarok is the worst MCU film. I know people won't agree, but when Bruce Banner says he's going to show who he is and then jumps off the plane to bounce off the bridge, I wanted to break my TV. Every character morphed into a child in that film. Gangs of New York. Don't get me wrong, it was a great flick, but holy crap, it dragged on. The Return of the King, it had a lot of endings for all the things it had to wrap up, and I mistakenly bought the extra large Pepsi. I also have to say Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Throw the bloody ring in, Frodo, for God's sake. The whole cinema clapped when he finally did it. When I saw it in theaters, I started gathering up my stuff four separate times thinking we were at the end. When it did actually finally end, I just sat there thinking it must be a trick and I will not be fooled into putting one arm into my coat sleeve again. The Last Jedi. I was ready to leave after the space battle and thought the ships were going down to the red sand planet and that was going to be the credit roll. The casino planet side quest took forever. I'm one of those people that actually like the film only because it didn't feel like a repeat of other Star Wars films. In a good way, Saving Private Ryan. The Normandy sequence is like 30 minutes and then the rest of the movie is like 50 minutes. Gladiator had me saying, holy crap, there is only 50 minutes left? He enters the Colosseum in the second half of the movie. I felt like it had just started. I haven't watched the theatrical cut in over a decade now. The extended gives it room to breathe. Better justifies the subplots with Lucia and with Maximus's old servant and doesn't drag because the film already had me wanting more. It also gives context to the are you not entertained line when the slave owner says to him, you're an entertainer before the fight. Rewatching it for the first time in a long time recently, I found it baffling that they would cut that line when it only adds about a minute to the runtime. Are You Not Entertain is one of the most iconic lines ever. Me and my friends always throw that out when we have an epic moment in any video game we play. For me, it has to be The Omen from 2006. Not because the movie was bad or terrible, I mean honestly I don't remember it being great either, but what happened before I even entered the theater had more entertaining twists than that whole movie. At the time, I wasn't able to legally get into an R-rated movie alone, and I was supposed to watch this movie with a bunch of friends. Well, all of my friends managed to get into the theater and I was still stuck outside. So I asked a random couple if they would be willing to pretend to be my parents. The woman, who was pretty attractive, put her arm around me and helped me get in. Once I was in, I told them thank you, but before I could leave, the guy stopped me and said, no problem, but I don't want to see you causing any trouble during the movie. And then he flashes his police badge at me. I was just so stunned that a cop just helped me get into an R-rated movie. It was a pretty cool moment and something I definitely remember more than anything in that movie. The Girlfriend Experience People might not know this film, but it stars this actress named Sasha Gray. People of culture might know who she is. But I went to go see this film at a small art house theater and I was just waiting for the movie to be over because I thought it was so bad. There were moments in this movie where some scenes were completely overexposed and you could barely see the actors. If I'm being honest, I would have had more fun just watching some of Sasha Gray's home movies instead. I didn't know The Girlfriend Experience was a movie. I always thought it was a TV series. The more you know. Sasha Gray might not have made it as an actress, but she's doing pretty well as a Twitch streamer. 
any MCU movie after Guardians of the Galaxy Part 1. I'm not sure what happened, but Disney saw the success of that movie and thought, Everyone loves it because it's funny! Why not make all our characters funny? And since then, every main character seems like they need to be a comedian, and the term comic relief character has been thrown out the window into a garbage truck, taken to the dump, and had a nuclear bomb dropped on it. I honestly stopped watching the MCU after Endgame, because I felt like they were leaning into the comedy over great storytelling. Plus, Endgame just felt like the perfect jumping off point with everything that happened in the movie. 2001 A Space Odyssey. Look, I respect Stanley Kubrick, and this movie was absolutely gorgeous and had a lot of shots that looked perfect, but what even was this movie? I was just so bored the whole time while I was looking at these perfectly shot scenes. The Dark Knight in the best ways. Yep, this is the one. After he finally catches the Joker, it feels like the end, but the film still has ways to go. I remember thinking, wait, it's not done yet? When I first watched it. Yeah, and the scene leading up to the catch is so dramatic and high production, it totally could have passed for a good finale. Pretty much any big superhero movie. They all have this big battle sequence about an hour and a half in, and you go, wow, okay, movie done. And then they have to build up to another, more final battle. I really liked Venom 2 for that reason. 90 minutes, I got in, they did their stuff, and I left. Top Gun Maverick, after seeing them do the real mission and Mav gets shot down, I really thought they were just going to end it there and finish it in a sequel. But then it just kept going and it was so good. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the entire movie is amazing, but damn does it take a while. I just felt like that whole movie was stuff almost happening with no payoff until the end. Cruella. Not 50 minutes, but I thought the movie was over when she visited the fountain and delivered the monologue to her mother. Then it still got better. Django Unchained. I really enjoyed the movie, but dear lord it could have ended like three times. This was Tarantino's first movie after the death of his longtime editor. In my honest opinion, his work has taken a notable downturn as a result. I'm down with Django, but Hateful Eight and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood were way too long. Avatar 2. I just wanted to piss, but the movie just dragged on too long. But with that said, the second half was really entertaining to be fair. Yeah, I was like, dude, Jim, we're all seeing this movie in the theaters with good recliners and fancy drinks. The human bladder is not meant to absorb a pint of IPA and then watch this much water splashing around. I saw this with a friend and my summary of it was this. I felt like I had just watched two years of a badly edited TV series in one sitting. I still haven't seen Avatar 2, really don't have any interest. I mean, the first one was basically just Pocahontas and Ferngully mixed together. David Cronenberg's Crash. Play started out packed, then I realized after 30 minutes I was one of a handful people left watching this messed up movie. When it finished, I was the only one of three left in the theater. Wow, that's all I can say. When I first read this, I thought they were talking about the movie Crash that beat out Brokeback Mountain at the Oscars for Best Picture. The Revenant. Gah, I saw that movie in theaters and it was so packed so I had to sit way too close to the screen. And it gave me such a horrible migraine. So I'm sitting there in this movie that won't end and my head is killing me. If I had been there with my husband, I would have just asked to leave, but we had gone with friends. And we hadn't driven ourselves so I didn't feel like I could. I was so miserable. Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. Right after the Phantom destroys New York and Alec Baldwin's friends all die, I thought, okay, we should be wrapping this up in the next 10 minutes. Nope! 
It was another 30 minutes of slogging through an already boring and lazy story. I had to watch Stanley Kubrick's Spartacus for a college class about three years ago, and it was awful. From the sound to the pacing and the five minute breaks that were just music and a blank screen, it was just overall a horrible experience. Eyes Wide Shut, most boring film I've ever seen in my life, and I had to go watch it for a class so I couldn't just stop watching it. I hate that movie. And the jerk who plays only one note on the piano for 20 minutes of this horrible movie. That's it for this video. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. It's linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.